The whistle is blowing, and that signals another episode of the Entrepreneur's Locker Room Chat with a Champion. Your host, Steve Brosman, a former national track champion, multi-Amazon best-selling author, and successful entrepreneur, interviews leaders in their field to give you the tips, shortcuts, and strategies to help you change the game you play. And now your host, Steve Brosman. Well, there we go. The whistle has blown, and that means we have another sensational interview again for you guys on the Entrepreneur's Locker Room. And we've got a special treat today because not only this guy is a great entrepreneur, but he's got some fantastic information for you entrepreneurs out there. Today, we have Lloyd Edge from Oz Property Professionals. Hey, Lloyd, welcome along, buddy. Hey, Steve. How are you going? Mate, absolutely sensational. Thank you. And thank you for joining us today because some of the things that you're going to be talking about is very topical right now, and that is the property market. But let's go right back because <laughs> you weren't always an entrepreneur. Tell us, mate, you started off as a school teacher. No, absolutely right. I wasn't an entrepreneur, and, um, and I didn't start off as a property investor either. In fact, I was, I was a musician, I was, I was a teacher, um, I, was, I was teaching music actually to both primary and high school kids and doing some, some conducting and did that for quite a few years. And, uh, and then got into property investing as I um, realised that I needed to try to create uh, some financial independence for myself uh, for the future, actually, as uh, you know, to, to try to uh, to get ahead in life there. And um, I started to sort of invest, invest on the side, um, and that's how I actually got into it. Yeah, but you are like most people, even today, you know, buy some property, hold, hope the equity grows up, hopefully buy some more property, hold, hope the equity goes up, and you thought that was the best way to go, but uh, you're telling me before that you had an aha moment. Tell me what that was and, and how that changed everything. Well, absolutely. But just yeah, just taking a step back there, I certainly did have uh, some moments where I was buying property, and and I was just hoping for the best. And I made a couple of mistakes. One was buying post a boom, so post the Sydney Olympics. So uh, we just had a massive property boom during that time, and because I went in there bought property after that and thought, oh, it's a short thing, I'm going to make more money. So I bought the wrong time of the market. So that was a, one lesson that I, I learned. Um, and then also just buying without really checking too carefully on location and then also doing the buy and hold approach, um, which that coupled with the fact that the market wasn't increasing because I bought at the wrong time. Uh, I meant I was investing for four or five years and I was thinking, okay, I'm accruing a few properties, but I'm also accruing debt don't have much cash flow, and I thought there must be a better way of doing this. Uh, and that's where I thought, okay, how can I create value? How can I create equity in a property so that I'm not waiting for this growth that sometimes happens, sometimes doesn't happen? Uh, and that's when I started developing and I got into duplexes and it was my first duplex that I built uh, that uh, was really my ha-ha moment when I subdivided that one uh, duplex basically being a, a one property that had two units on the inside and on subdivision, I could uh, get them valued as two separate properties. Uh, and the amount of equity, uh, that's the difference between what I had owing on the property or, or what, essentially what I bought the property for and how much it was worth after that revaluation. That difference there ended up being double what I was earning as a school teacher at the time. So one project made double the amount of money that I was earning a whole year as a teacher. And that was like, okay, well, I'm onto something here. <laughs> That's a pretty significant aha moment. Now, I'm going to take you back just a little bit on what you said. And I know a lot of, you help a lot of people right now, that they're first-time property owners, 
But the word development possibly scares a few people because they think, oh, it's a big subdivision, it's a big high rise, it's a big thing. But basically, you've just explained that building a duplex is a development. You're actually developing the land. You're buying the property as one, putting two on it, and then pretty well getting it valued or selling it as two, creating the actual equity, not waiting. Absolutely. So uh, developing is is just changing something, I do something with the land. I mean, you can have a block of land and put a shed on it and you're actually developing the land. Or you can just put a, a, house, a little house on there. That's not a duplex. That's a development as such. So people do think of these big, large uh, apartments that are put out by Harry Trigger from Meriton and stuff that are, that are massive and they think they're big developments. But really, uh, I, I do bite-sized developments. That's just having uh, you know, a duplex on the block. That's really just two, two little units in there that we can subdivide and, and essentially you're buying one block of land, you're basically putting one dwelling on there, but the dwelling we subdivide, so it actually becomes two dwellings uh, and that's how you're creating that equity. Yeah, now we were chatting before we came on camera that you've got a uh, pretty well saying is you create the equity virtually on purchase, not on sale. So you're in control and as you do the development, it's then that you actually create the equity not having to, to wait and then make the money on the sale. Up front, uh, making that equity, you're actually controlling it. So a few things there, such as buying, buying under market value, getting really good prices from agents, uh, getting good build price and all that kind of stuff. But what you really need to do is look at the comparables. And if we're building a duplex, uh, and say so there's each duplex has two units uh, on the inside, two three bedroom units, we just need to look at uh, how much three bedroom units in the area in that same suburb they're selling for. Uh, and now if we can sell uh, three bedroom units separately for more than what the whole development is costing to build, then you're actually making equity, you're making profit there. Uh, and we're basically getting, we're, we're not, buy, we're not um, paying you know, big margins, um, developers profits, we're actually creating that profit up front by getting um, the best mark, you know, the low, low cost from the builder uh, and negotiating on the, the cost of the land. And that's, that's why you're, you're making that money up front uh, and creating that equity. And then, therefore you essentially can, uh, you, can, you, can you can hold the property uh, and it'll still get some more growth on it, but you've got that equity straight away. And you can do something with that. You can refinance the property, sell the property, uh, and use that, use the profits from that, or refinance the equity to uh, go into another deal, another property, or do something that might help you start achieving your uh, long-term goals. But it, it sounds the whole process sounds very simple, but you actually described a lot of moving parts there, which is why you work with people and virtually take them by the hand, step by step, to to get through this process. Because I'm pretty sure that if you miss out, or you know, as you just said earlier, yeah, wrong location, wrong time, wrong values, even uh, doing what you're saying, if they get a few of those pieces wrong, they can make some huge mistakes. Um, how do you work with people these days? So basically, what I do is. Uh, I take people right from the start. So when they contact me, it's all about a strategy. It's about determining what they want to achieve over their long, uh, sort of over the long term. So we, we might be looking at 10, 15 years down the track. Do they want to retire or semi-retire? Uh, do they have a home mortgage that they want to pay off? Uh, do they have kids that they want to be able to put through private schools, which we know are very expensive these days? Uh, there's all sorts of things and everybody's, uh, 
lifestyle goals and financial goals are different. So I sit with people and determine what they want to achieve over that long term and then we set that strategy and how we can get there. And then uh, that will usually then depend, uh, we will usually look at how we can create equity and properties to move forward because if you're just buying and holding, then you're unlikely to really achieve those. So that's where we then look at how we can actually create that equity. Uh, and when it comes to that, I then explain to people uh, and talk them through the whole process. Uh, there's, yeah, building a duplex is no different to uh, the fundamentals of any other type of property purchase, such as buying where there's good infrastructure, buying where there's a rising population, where there's jobs growth, uh, near universities, near amenities, transport and everything like that. Uh, the other thing uh, with uh, building a duplex is that uh, we need to do things such as uh, look, uh, yeah, put development applications into council and manage builders and that's where uh, a lot of people really wouldn't know where to start and, and that's a, a big integral part of what we do is managing that process but talking people through it. So uh, it's, it's one of those processes that is, um, yeah, it, it is quite simple but it's not, not easy. There, there are a lot of moving parts but we actually work uh, with people and talk them through that whole process so they actually understand how it's all working through the, uh, through the journey, especially a journey so that they can enjoy yeah. it. I guess the great thing about it is you've been there and done that. You've built a, a very successful portfolio yourself, but you've also built systems and checklists so that as you're going through with your clients, they know exactly where they're at, what they're doing, what their responsibilities are and, and what you're doing for them. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, so I've actually got a, a roadmap that I... Um, provide uh, to every client, which is basically uh, milestones of where they are through their development process, uh, through their property purchase process, and, and also over that long term, because if we're looking at a long term strategy, we're not just looking at one property. We're looking at, okay, what do you need to retire? What are your goals? If your goal is to have 100,000 in passive income in 10 years, for example, how are we gonna get there? What are, the, uh, what are the milestones that we need to achieve? What sort of equity do we need to create in properties, what sort of cash flow, that, that's the rent coming in doing yeah, yeah. properties. We determine all that and we have a, a roadmap or uh, some people call it a blueprint so that you can really, um, you know, they can really understand and, and see what it actually looks like as, as right. a Great. So just a ballpark figure, what would uh, like a first timer need to say, well, okay, I want to build a, a very simple duplex in a nice area. I mean, it, it's not, hey, I've got $10,000, where do I get started? Um, particularly these days with the, the lending requirements, where would you need to be able to start with um, either cash or equity? Well, in terms of having cash or equity, there, there are still banks that will lend you up to 90%, um, which means that you really only need a 10% deposit plus costs uh, or uh, at the very least, uh, you know, a 20% uh, deposit. But Essentially, uh, like a 10% deposit, if we were to um, do a whole project that might only cost, say, 550000 uh, including the, the land and the build uh, and the council costs, then uh, a ballpark figure would be, you know, fifty-five, sixty thousand $60,000 of that uh, would be sort of a 10% deposit. Uh, if, you're, if you're putting in a 20% deposit, which um, is quite a lot these days, then you'd be looking at sort of double that. The positive thing about building, though, is that you don't have to pay stamp duty on the house that you're building, on the duplex. You only pay stamp duty on the land. So that actually saves a lot of money. So if you were to go and buy, say, uh, an existing house, and it costs you, say, $400,000, you'd 
you're likely to pay uh, about $13,000, $14,000 in stamp duty there. If you were to go into uh, a duplex deal, where uh, the, so the land was only going to cost you, say, $150,000, you might only have to pay that $5,000 stamp duty, and the rest of that money you don't have to pay because you don't pay on a house that hasn't been built yet. So that savings on stamp duty can actually then contribute towards your deposit. So it's another way that people can get ahead with this strategy um, without needing so much extra costs because there are, there are some uh, great benefits about you know, doing something like this and, and building a new property. Yeah. So we hear a lot of doom and gloom about the property market right now, but what you're saying is there's still significant money to be made, but certainly not just go and buy a property and hope that the, the valuation is going to go up. What are your recommendations in uh, you know, the 2019 era? Well, what I can firstly say that, and, uh, and as you said, coming from experience, I'm still investing and I'm still developing myself uh, in this current market. But people need to understand also that the Australian property markets, uh, plural, is several different markets. Uh, there's markets all over the place. So um, there's a lot of doom and gloom around, but really Sydney and Melbourne are the only markets that have actually declined, uh, and significantly anyway. You've got um, other capital cities such as um, you know, Brisbane and Adelaide have had a little bit of growth. And then you've got regional areas. Uh, country areas which have actually been quite steady as well. So that's one thing that, so people shouldn't be too scared about doom and gloom because it's not as if the whole world's coming to an end. But the other thing also is in this current market, don't just uh, sort of go and um, buy a property and hold it and think you're going to get a lot of growth because uh, that's probably not the right strategy to use. Uh, it's not a strategy that I ever really advocate, but it's also not really the right strategy at the moment uh, because of, uh, you know, the, the Changed lending requirements that APRA put out with uh, the banking, about the world conditions. There's a few things things. So, what you really need to do is be uh, creating that equity. So, you're going there and actually you know, building something and creating that equity. Now, that doesn't have to always just be a duplex. There are other ways of doing that. So, we're using the duplex as an example. But you can create equity by buying uh, an older property, uh, getting it under market value, it needs a bit of TLC, do, do a renovation on it. Uh, and as long as you don't overcapitalise, you actually create equity uh, by by spooking up the property, uh, and then you're also increasing the cash flow on it. So that's another way where you you're controlling the growth. You buy a property and you do something with that property, and then it uh, it's going to be worth more. Uh, and you can do a cosmetic reno, which is you know floorboards, you know um, do, do a bit with the kitchen, do a bit with uh, painting and window coverings, or you can do a structural renovation where you add, um, add an extra room or something. Uh, uh, you know, if you're if you're so yeah that way handy or, or whatever, but uh, but there are ways of adding value, or or you can just you can actually buy land um, and actually get a subdivision on the land without even a house on it. Um, now that sounds a bit more complicated than some people, but it's again it's actually quite straightforward if uh, you know if, if people sit down and have a you know, talk with me through that. So there are several ways to add equity, but it is about actually trying to find out how you can make equity straight away and not wait for the market. And you can definitely make money uh, in whatever the market is. People say, when is the best time to buy? Well, the best time to buy now is when you can afford to buy. <laughs> How you buy is the type of strategy that you use because you can't just go and buy any property yeah. because not any property may not work for you. Uh, really, really. So basically, uh, from what I'm hearing you saying, it's, it's very straightforward, but your strategies help put the people in control not just uh, rely on external factors.
Absolutely, yeah. So it, it, it is about controlling, uh, controlling as much as you can what you're, uh, what you're doing with the property. And in the end, it's not just controlling, you know, one property deal or controlling uh, what you're doing with, um, you know, equity and, and stuff like that, but it's also uh, controlling your lifestyle over the long term. Uh, you can buy three or four properties and hold them and you may not get a lot of equity over the long term. But if you can control that equity and control the growth, then you're actually controlling your outcome in 10 years' time when you might want to retire yeah. or have a family or whatever your goals might be at the time. Well, I'm sure the people that are listening to this are hopefully being put to ease a little bit that uh, everything they hear on the TV and reading the newspapers uh, isn't all doom and gloom because uh, you're certainly enlightened on different ways that they can actually take control of their finances, their future, their life, and certainly uh, look at property a different way. I'm sure when people get to the end of this, they're going to want to know how they can contact you. So just uh, give us the details. We'll also put them in the show notes and, and with this video. But how do people get hold of you? Well, uh, yeah, so I encourage people to look at my website, which is ozpropertyprofessionals.com.au. That's auspropertyprofessionals.com.au. Uh, they can send me an email, which is Lloyd, that's double L O Y D, at ozpropertyprofessionals.com.au. That will come straight to me. Uh, and then uh, people can are actually welcome to call me um, on my mobile number, which is 0410-411-047. And that'll, uh, again, come straight through to me so, we, so people can get hold of me straight away and we can have a, a chat about uh, what, yeah, what their requirements what they might be looking to do. Yeah, and I've spoken to Lloyd. He's very, very good, very free with his information and pretty well spot on. So uh, I do encourage you to... Uh, uh, get on the blower, give him an email and have a chat about what he can do to help you, you know, just generally secure your future. Lloyd, thank you so much for coming on board and sharing that information because it is very topical and to show people that you can come from being a school teacher and uh, get right into a very good quality property development that is not that hard to do. So again, thanks so much and we're going to have another fantastic interview for you guys again real soon. Cheers. Well, that's full time on this episode, but don't forget to subscribe, rate, and we'd love you to leave a comment. Head over to the Facebook group, The Entrepreneur's Locker Room, where there'll be some great bonus content to help you step up and play a bigger game.